Chaf Bet Iyar, coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York. I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
Eight were code. Yaakov Shweki opens up this week's edition of the Israel Shon Danachem Siegel Network. My name is Mayor Weingarten. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're here each and every Monday immediately following JM in the AM. Four, no, no, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Israel Time. Around the world, wherever you are, whatever time it is, that's the time we are on. And of course, via the archives available both on the Nachum Siegel Network app and NachumSiegel.com. Both have great archives of all the wonderful programming at the Nachum Siegel Network, including the Israel Show, and you can find us there. Have a great show planned for you. We are uh, going to focus a little bit on the music. Uh, in the music side of the show, we're going we're gonna to focus a little bit on the music of Ben Sion Solomon and his family um, have brought great joy to myself and to so many others. Um, ben Sion Solomon, uh, one of the original Diaspora Shiva band members, on for many, many, many years, staple of that band, um, and then uh, did some solo stuff. And his kids, all musical, uh, the Solomon brothers, and they join also with C. Landsbaum in certain. Uh, in certain um, configurations. So all of, uh, a lot of that music we shall play for you this morning. In addition to um, one new song, which we love very much. It's not really that new, but it was new. Uh, it came out during Sfirat Homer, so we couldn't play it. It's called Ha'ivrit Achadasha, the new, the new Hebrew, if you will, about how uh, all the English words... Um, so much of Hebrew is today um, made up of English words that's the way languages go we'll talk about the anti-Semitism in Europe and its effect on Israel and uh, of course it is Memorial Day for those listening today uh, Monday live or later in the day it is Memorial Day in the United States of America this is uh, mostly where the show is based and uh, so we take a moment of time to remember those who gave their lives in fighting throughout the history of the United States that includes in the Civil War and the Revolutionary War but also in World War I and also in World War II Korea, Vietnam and others of course the Gulf Wars so many, so many have given their lives and as the Malchut Chesed that this is for us the Jewish people we should keep in mind the Hakarat Hatov. That is such a basic building block in our in our value system as as Jews, as Torah Jews. Um, you can do it in a way that is also public, as I and others do. Fly a flag on this day. Put a flag out outside your house and show that within our community we appreciate and we're ready to show our appreciation publicly. This goes back a while. Written by Ben Sian Solomon, sung by Ben Sian Solomon, Yidgaber Ka'arila Mod Baboker Lavadat Boro. Off of Land of Our Fathers, the Diaspora Yeshiva Band. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to the Israel Show on the Nahum Siegel Network. He's got the Kaari, Lamont of Boyker, Laboy, Das Boy Roy. He's got the Kaari, Lamont of Boyker, Laboy, Das Boy Roy. 
Benzion Solomon and the Diaspora Yeshiva Band. Yitka Berkari, going back a long time. I don't even know how long. Mayor Weingarten here. You're tuned to the Zilshan, the Nachum Siegel Network. Um, if you'd like to um, help in a very specific way, the, the um, people of Moshav Modi'in, of which the Solomon family are but one family, there are, uh, I believe they said there was something like 60 homes there, 70 homes, of which 85 to 90% were totally burnt down in the big fires on last Thursday. The um, the link to do so, and this I got from Nachum and he got from Shlomo Katz, so we take it as a um, reliable link, app, app.com. Mobile Cause, M O B I L E, 
C-A-U-S-E, one word, mobilecause.com, slash V, like Victor, F, like Frank, slash VF, slash crisis, and that's all in capitals. Crisis is all in capitals, not anything else. Say it one more time now, and maybe again at the end of the program, app, A-P-P dot mobile cause, one word, M-O-B-I-L-E, C-A-U-S-E, mobile cause, dot com, slash V-F, V like Victor, F like Frank, slash crisis, all in capital letters, crisis in capital letters. What's going on in Europe? Well, we know that there has been an influx of many many tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of um, Muslim refugees who have made their way into Europe, especially in Germany where Councillor Merkel invited 100,000 to come and um, we also know that there are many in France and once you're in the European Union you can basically go anywhere so the fact that they're in Germany doesn't mean they stay in Germany within those there are many peaceful ones I'm sure but there are also many Islamists radical Islamists who are terribly anti-Semitic and are ready to show that in public by whether it's small deeds of uh, spray-painting swastikas attacking shops attacking people attacking shuls and schools To the point that um, one of the German officials suggested that um, Jewish men should limit the wearing of kippot in public. Now, who's the one? Who's the German official who said it? His name is Felix Klein. And do you know what his job is in the German government? He is officially the top man in charge of fighting (laughs) anti-Semitism. This would really be funny if it weren't said. You understand this? Is a guy getting up and saying, I've totally failed, ladies and gentlemen. I'm supposed to be fighting anti-Semitism, and now I'm warning you that you shouldn't wear your kippot in certain areas in certain times. It's 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 amazing, rather amazing. Now, his statement wasn't a blanket statement. He basically said that at certain times, and in certain places, Jews shouldn't wear kippot. But I, I think we can all agree that that's more than enough. His exact quote is. Um, I cannot advise Jews to wear the kippah everywhere, all the time in Germany. Understatement. And this is how he explained it. The lifting of inhibitions 
and the uncouthness which is on the rise in society, just like that, in society, nobody specific. The internet and social media have largely contributed to this, but so have constant attacks against our culture of remembrance. Now, what what are the uh, backlashes of that? The chief rabbi of Berlin... In, uh, in an interview yesterday with Chadashot um, Khan, Khan Chadashre, in Israel, in an understated way said, 10 years ago you probably wouldn't have seen this, but today we see the streets filled with Muslim w- women wearing burqas, hijabs. They're not being warned of any danger. They're not being told not to wear the hijab in public. Only the Jews. We know that in France, there have been many, many attacks against Jews, against Jewish schools and against Jewish shops. and against just plain old Jews. Europe is uh, returning to its anti-Semitic roots, and it is being aided by the flow of Islamist anti-Semites who have been flooding Europe. So, uh, President Rivlin of Israel commented, We will never submit. We will never lower our eyes. We will never react to anti-Semitism with defeatism, Rivlin said. This statement, says Rivlin, of the government, of the German government's anti-Semitism commissioner, that it would be preferable for Jews not to wear a kippah in Germany out of fear for their safety shocked me deeply, Rivlin said. Responsibility for the welfare, the freedom, and the right to religious belief of every member of the German Jewish community is in the hands of the government of Germany and its law enforcement agencies. I'm sorry, I have to chuckle because, like, really? We acknowledge and appreciate the moral position of the government of Germany and its commitment to the Jewish community that lives there. But fears about the security of German Jews are a capitulation to anti-Semitism and admittance that, again, Jews are not safe on German soil. What did it take? 74, 75 years? I know it sounds a little crude, but, I, I, but sometimes you need to say things in a very blunt manner. We bought 75 years of quiet, and, and now we know the price tag is 6 million Jews. One of the um, people with courage in Germany, the um, publisher of um, the the most widely read newspaper called The Bilt 
build I'm sorry B-I-L-D on its front page it published a do-it-yourself yarmulke cut out you know you it has like a dotted line where you can cut it out and it has a two big Magenda vids in the middle with a pattern and whatever cut it out put bobby pins in it you know and wear it on your head this is their encouragement for everybody to wear a kippah if the Jews can't wear a kippah then we all must wear a kippot which is very nice and I think it expresses the attitude of the overwhelming majority but unfortunately most of the times the majority is silent that's the way it is by the way if you want to get an idea sometimes of um, the anti-Semitism which is hidden beneath the surface. Israel hosted the Eurovision Song Contest this year just, uh, what was it, two weeks ago. Everybody admitted that they did an amazing job. They were hosts par excellence. They put on a show that uh, rivaled all previous shows and probably bested it. The song wasn't great. But it wasn't the worst song. Nobody really mentions this because it's not PC and it's a little embarrassing. The voting takes place in each country. There's two voting. The voting of, of the public that call in with votes or text in with votes. But the, uh, the first vote, and it used to be the only vote, are by judges that are appointed in each country by the local broadcast authority, the BBC, in Israel it's, uh, it's uh, Kol Yisrael, uh, Khan. Um, every country has their official uh, broadcast authority, and they're the ones who select the judges, and they're the ones who give points to the songs. Of those uh, judges who represent the broadcast authorities of every country in Europe. Not one point was given to the Israeli song. Not one point. The, the host country. I, I can't believe that they found it just the song was just so bad and there was every other song was better than it it, ju- it just that's a very subtle thing but i think it's very telling when we come back from this musical break we'll tell you about how the european union the anti-semitism in europe and the european union how it expresses itself on the ground in the state of Israel. Another song by the Solomon family. This is the Solomon Brothers. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Shabbat Shalom. 
Solomon Brothers with Ainani Lee Mili here on the Israel Show. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. The uh, European Union has funneled tons and tons and tons, and when I say tons, I mean millions, tens of millions of dollars or euros into the Palestinian Authority to help them do everything they can in order to subvert Israeli sovereignty or movement on the ground in Yehuda and Shemron. Of course, as we know, a lot of that money gets gets lost on the way somewhere into pockets of people But a lot of it gets used to build illegally and basically squat on lands that do not belong to the Palestinian Authority or to any Arabs and try to create facts on the ground, as they say in Israel, which then Israel would be very, will find very difficult to take apart. You have to remember that in Israel, if a Jew builds somewhere in Yehudan Shamron and as we've said many times and the court finds that there's a tiny little piece of parcel somewhere underneath they don't even know where that might belong to some Arab they don't even know who the house gets ripped apart torn down when the Arabs build illegally that does not happen in fact we've spoken about Khan al-Akhmar an entire town not far from Allah Dumbin, a very strategic place. They know where to do this. They know how to get us. This entire area was built illegally. The government, with the support of the courts in this case, 
got the okay to um, get rid of the homes, to destroy the homes in Hamar al-Akhmar, to house those people elsewhere. The government was about to do it, and then Prime Minister Netanyahu got cold feet, delayed it, said, we'll do it soon, and since then, hundreds and hundreds of days have passed, and it's still there and growing. Rigavim, which is a very important organization in Israel, that highlights these occurrences and these events, and points out over and over and over again that we are losing hundreds, thousands of acres of Eretz Israel to both Arabs and Bedouins, Muslim Arabs and Bedouins, and uses the courts to try and get the court to force the government to act, sometimes successful, but at least they are raising the call, the cry. Rigavim is saying to the state of Israel, don't allow your lands to be taken away. You know, we keep saying, oh, Israel shouldn't give away lands to the Arab in a negotiation and so forth and so on. Israel's doing it without any negotiation. Israel's doing it because the Arabs are just squatting on land, building houses illegally, knowing that it would be almost impossible for the state of Israel in the international environment that we currently have to get rid of them. So, just off the road from Yerushalayim to Gush Etzion, it's a key, key road. The Arabs found a um, an old mansion that was not being lived in it was like a um, you know like an old one of these um half half torn down houses where kids would play sometimes whatever and they decided that that used to be a city and they started building around it illegally totally illegally And they are now, with the help of the European Union, rebuilding, <laughs> this is the funny language that Rigavim writes, rebuilding this new ancient city, meaning there was never a city there before. They're now claiming that there was an ancient city there, and they're rebuilding it. And and, and there was no ancient city. We have, we have um, aerial pictures going back, a long time that shows it was just empty land there was nothing there and this is a very strategic place and more houses come up you just see on we'll post a link to the video that they've put out you see on a map more houses and more houses and more houses being built by Arabs along that strategic route from Yushalayim and then down to Hebron. On the road, it is so dangerous. 
I got to tell you, it's frightening. And it frightens me that the government doesn't do anything, nothing. And that's, uh, uh, more than anything, that's what I don't get. That the Arabs are doing crazy things, that, that part I get. But that the Israeli government does nothing, nothing. And even when the court says to them, go do, go take care of it, and they make a decision to take care of it, doesn't help. And this is all supported with big monies from the European Union. We'll post a link to the Rigavim video on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Israel Show. We'll have links there to all the songs that we played as well, those that have YouTube uh, YouTube videos for them. Um, but these uh, this video is a very important one. It's important for you to see. We'll also post a new uh, link a new website of Imtirtsu, a great organization. So they have a new website and we'll post their new link over there as well. And we'll post the link to um, donate to help the families of Moshav Modi in. If you don't have Facebook, if you'd like us to um, send you these links directly in an email, uh, email us, Mayor, M-E-I-R, at nachomsegel.com mayor m-e-i-r at nachomsegel.com and uh, we'll send it over to you new song Hatikva Shesh we've played a lot of their stuff before this is called Ha'ivrit Achadasha with the hey of Achadasha being an A and it's all about the English words that are now being used on a regular basis in, uh, in, in, in Israel as if it's part of Hebrew it starts out um Yesh li delay, ani bejet leg. Hayali overweight, kaniti handbag. Katafti mailim, hosafti jpeg. Ani lo befocus. Tosifli hashtag swag. Oh my God, safa kasha, ha'ivrit ha'chadasha. Ani lo mevin et ha'mifta, daber elai ivrit bevakasha. And the, the, it goes from there, as you could imagine. Very cute. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to The Israel Show on the Nahum Siegel Network. יש לי דילי, אני בג'טלג, היה לי אוברווייט, קניתי אנבג, כתבתי מיילים, הוספתי ג'יפג, אני לא בפוקוס, תוסיף לי השטג, סוואג, אומייגאד, שפה קשה, העברית החדשה, אני לא מבין את המבטא, דבר אל העברית אני בסטרס, כל הקטע של העברית מתפספס, סירסי, יש לי תחושה שזה קורס, קייסס, זה לא בדיל, זה מבאס, תראו, כולם היום עובדים 24-7, בלי הרבה תשוקה, עם המון פשן, נונסטופ, חולמים על רילוקיישן, על אקזיט מפואר, על סטארט-אפ ניישן, יוצאים לדייטים, לאיזה רנדבו, בלופ אחד, מדז'ה וו לדז'ה וו, שותים שוטים, צ'ייסרים, דרינקים עם כולם, בונים על אפי אאוור, על הנגובר חינם, בין ההיל הלא, חיים ריאליטי שואו, תאמינו לי, אין אורסל אבי, הלו 
know For years, man, that we speak the language of the Hebrew man Oh my God, Safa Gasha, Ha'ivrita Chadasha Ha'lo'mervinet ha'mifta, Daber el'ayvrit bevakasha B-A-I-G, הקבצים הם בגיף או ב-BMP. הבדיקות US, MRI-CT, וה-MVP תמיד ב-VIP. לא טסים אקונומי, טסים בלואו-קוסט. לא כותבים למגרה, עכשיו כותבים לנוטס. לא ניגשים אל המבחן, ניגשים לטסט. בפייט אגרסיבי, נותנים את הבסט. ואם מתים על איזה שיט, שמים בריבית. אם זה לא מספיק קליט, קוויט קונטרול הדילית. מעלים לסטורי, פספסת, I'm sorry. No comment and glory, you'll be happy, don't worry. יש לי פלאשבק. היה לי בלקאוט, עשיתי צ'קים, עשיתי צ'קאוט, הייתי פייבוריט, קיבלתי נוקאוט, לקחתי מיקרופון, עשיתי סולדאוט. אומייגאד, שפה קשה, העברית החדשה, אני לא מבין את המבטא, דבר אל העברית בבקשה. ZANG There's some, some really great lines in there. Maybe some other week we'll analyze a little bit more of the, uh, of the words. Ma'alim la story. Fisfasta, I am sorry. It's just very cute. Okay. Um, Benjamin Netanyahu is down to the wire. He needs to um, present <coughs> a coalition government supported by 61 Knesset members. It was thought that that would be an easy job, but he is having tremendous difficulties because of Avigdor Lieberman. No one is really sure what Avigdor Lieberman's motivations are. The only thing we know is he's coming up with uh, some excuse for not joining the government. And um, it all might be posturing, and everything will be settled at the last second. These things usually are settled at the last second because in negotiations, the one that holds out until the last second is usually the guy who gets most.
However, the media in Israel is having a blast because the Likud, led by Netanyahu, has basically announced, and this I think is part of the posturing, that they are going to have a vote tomorrow in the Knesset to disband the Knesset and go to new elections. The Knesset barely around for a few weeks, this, uh, this elected body. The elections were in April. Now they're saying, we'll disband it, and we'll go to new elections, and we'll have them in August, and everything will, will, will what? Everything will what? Everything will just end up the same way, because the country is split. It is very, it, it is crazy. I think at the end of the day, I don't like, I, I, I don't like to, um, Forecast that I don't want to say. Oh, this is what I think is going to happen, because there's no point really in that. It's just important to understand what is happening, and um, what is happening is that a Victor Lieberman, the head of the Israel Beitenu party with five seats, who is at this point the balance of power. Netanyahu could have 60 votes right now, probably, if he wanted to. But that's not enough. You need 61. So there's so much politicking going on. Maybe they'll get somebody from a different party to uh, just, you know. It'll all will, it'll all straighten itself out within a day, I believe, because Wednesday is the deadline for Netanyahu to... Uh, bring in his coalition. What happens if he doesn't bring in his coalition? What happens if he can get a majority before Wednesday? So he um, comes to the president. The president um, says he, the president actually gets the mandate to uh, build the government back and he can assign the job to somebody else, anybody else, any other member of Knesset other than Bibi Netanyahu who thinks that they're able to put together a majority the president can appoint them and they get 28 days if the 28 days pass with no solution or the president decides not to appoint somebody else he goes back to the speaker of the Knesset and he says the mandate goes back to you we can't come up with anything and then another 21 days during which 61 Knesset members can sign a letter to the president that they support member X or member Y and it being that it's 61 people signing the letter that person will be given the opportunity to put together within two weeks this coalition of 61 and if that doesn't work then they go to new elections don't think that's happening but you never know it's a very cute story I don't know if you know this in in, in Kentucky somebody built a um, humongous Noah's Ark it is 510 feet long it's made out of wood supposedly to scale I guess I don't know And uh, it's been a big attraction. There's now 
there's been talk I heard when I was in Israel last about bringing it to Israel and having it um, dock on the coast there and having people uh, go and visit it well in an ironic twist the owners of the ark are demanding the insurance company give them one million dollars to cover the property damage that was caused by heavy rains that's cute the new hit in Israel Shevet Achim led by uh, the composer Idan Reichel and featuring many many great Israeli singers my name is Mayor Weingart and you're tuned to the Israel show on the Nachum Siegel Network אני נוסע ומדיד על מאיה ומניה ואך נפשי עוד הומיה בים צדה של הסליחות ירושלים בסליחות מחוף כנרת לחיות בארץ ישראל oh, היום ירדי אותי שואל מה הסיפור של ישראל כאן זה בית כאן זה לב ועוד אחד לא עוזב אבותינו שורשים ואנחנו הפרחים המרגינות
Then Reichel joined by a whole bunch of Israeli uh, singers. This is my home, this is my heart, and I don't leave you, and I won't leave you. Our parents, our forefathers, are the roots, and we are the flowers, the music. A tribe of brothers and sisters. The LA Times, and it's shocking to me <laughs> that the LA Times ran this. Hopefully this is um, part of a little bit of a, 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 maybe a turning point with regard to the, um, what in the West is called the Palestinian issue or the Palestinian Arab issue, as I like to call it. Um, 524, which was a few days ago, three days ago, in the LA Times by James Kerchik. I'll read parts of it. He points out how the quote-unquote Israeli-Palestinian conflict is the single most combustible and galvanizing issue in the Arab world. That was a quote by Zbigniew Brzezinski in the year 2004. If you're old enough, you remember that he was the not-so-great friend of Israel, national security advisor of the not-so-great friend of Israel, President Jimmy Carter. And the author points out that at the UN... Human Rights Council, we've spoken about this, resolutions criticizing Israel regularly outnumber those targeting Syria, Cuba, Russia, China, Venezuela, and North Korea combined. Just how profoundly many people in Washington take the view that a near mystical force connects Palestinian statelessness to all manner of global conflict was encapsulated, he writes, in a 2011 speech that I witnessed by President Barack Obama's National Security Advisor, James Jones. Now listen to this. This is an unbelievable quote, ladies and gentlemen, brought to us by James Kerchik. I quote, I am of the belief that had God appeared in front of President Obama in 2009 and said, if he could do one thing on the face of the planet, and one thing only, to make the world a better place, and give people more hope and opportunity for the future... Jones told an Israeli audience, I would venture that it would have something to do with finding the two-state solution in the Middle East. 
And now continues the author in the LA Times, not a cure for cancer, not the emancipation of the world's women, not even a panacea to arrest global warming. No, according to then senior most national security counselor to the most powerful man in the world, it's the failure to create the world's 23rd Arab state on the eastern Mediterranean that keeps the Almighty up at night. He continues, I'm skipping, I'll, I'll put up a link to this article on our Facebook page. Again, there's going to be a lot of stuff on the Facebook page this week, facebook.com slash The Israel Show. By investing the Palestinian cause with such monumental importance, politicians and polemicists mistake a regional quarrel for a global struggle. Even before the State of Israel was founded more than 70 years ago, Arab regimes and their Western sympathizers began pushing a narrative that the proverbial Arab street is stirred by nothing more deeply than the fate of Palestine. Yet, as the so-called Arab Spring demonstrated what really motivated the Arab masses are not Israeli settlements in the West Bank, but the daily indignities of their own lives, blame for which lies with their rulers, not the Jews. The human cost of the Israeli-Palestinian dispute is also marginal compared with other contemporaneous world conflicts. He points out how many people have died in this conflict versus the Congolese Civil War, the Russian bomb, carpet bombing of Chechnya, North Korea's politically engineered famines, the Muslims that are languishing in Chinese re-education camps over a million, suffering a fate far more heinous than that endured by the average Palestinian Arab. The amount of global resources heaped upon the Palestinians appears wholly disproportionate when contrasted to the measly efforts expended upon other stateless people like the Tibetans, Tibetans and the Kurds whose claims are at least as justified and I'm going to say more justified and whose tactics have been nowhere nearly as morally objectionable. That the Palestinians lack a state is a tragedy, but it is a tragedy largely of their own making. And he goes on, but we're out of time. So uh, again, we'll post the link and we'll share it with you. Um, Time to close out. We'll uh, try and start at least a song. It'll be um, Le Oro by C. Lansbound and Noah Solomon. That reminds me to remind you that you can donate to help the victims of the tremendous fire that wiped out Mavomo di Indi Yeshuv, app dot mobile cause m o b i l e c a u s e one word app dot mobile cause dot com slash v f v like Victor f like Frank slash crisis the word crisis all in capital letters thank you all for tuning in thanks for uh, following our facebook page your likes and your comments thanks to the staff of nachem siegel network and my very special thanks as always to nachem siegel coming up immediately following us yoni pollock with after further review covering the latest in the world of sports and then novik now with jake novik who asks what america is getting wrong about memorial day and proposes how to fix it And then the great Monday Music Marathon. Until, God willing, Sunday morning, Yom Yerushalayim over at JM in the AM between uh, 7 and 9, where I'll be co-hosting with Nachum. 
And then Monday, immediately following Jamie Dame, this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. Oh, no, they're just running in a different race. Shamaim, no te shamaim 